0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of A Thousand Shades of Green, a literature podcast celebrating contemporary poets and writers. I'm Susan Richardson, your host and author of the poetry collections, Things My Mother Left Behind, and Tiger Lily, an ekphrastic collaboration with Jane Cornwell, published by JC Studio Press. I also write the blog Stories from the Edge of Blindness. Today, it is my supreme pleasure to read the exquisite writing of Basiliki Papa. Basiliki lives in Greece. She writes poetry, myth retellings, and sometimes short stories. Her work can be found in Heron Tree, Carmina Magazine, Dark Passions, Otoroshi Journal, Dark Winter Literary Magazine, Rat's Ass Review, and others. You can also read her in the anthologies Darker Objects from Indie Blue Publishing, Hidden in Childhood from Literary Revelations, Wounds I Healed, The Poetry of Strong Women from Experiments in Fiction, and Shaping Water, Erotic Haiku and Tonka from Moth Orchid Press. In 2023, she was also nominated for the Pushcart Prize for her poetry in darker objects. I discovered Basiliki's expansively gorgeous writing through the WordPress blogging community. And from the first read, I was in awe of her talent, and the beauty she so flawlessly brings to everything she writes. Basiliki's writing is otherworldly. It is the lacy mist over barren branches, a slice of sunlight that illuminates a single leaf on a winter's day. Her work is ethereal. It gives exquisite shape to darkness. Aziliki's imagination is a cascading star, a blood moon, the night sky. She is like no other writer I have ever read, and it is my absolute pleasure to share her words with you today. So, for this episode, I've chosen three pieces to share. The first is a poem originally published in Visual Verse. It's called Division of Desire. Sometimes it was tears. Others spit. Sometimes she pricked her finger, added a few drops to the water she mixed with earth before throwing it all on the wheel and shaping it into kitchenware. We ate and drank from them, but did not know the table was laid with division of desire, hardened by fire. She served sadness in her plates, anger in her cups, fear and guilt in her bowls and jugs. We sipped her loneliness from her coffee mugs. She used to say, the best thing for women is to be least talked about among men, whether in praise or blame, a man must have told her. Her flower vases were for a love that never came. In her home, she spent her days as a god playing with clay, Or a little girl playing with mud, but never looked inside a mirror without seeing that place where everything was neatly kept and left unspoken. This next poem, originally published by Sudden Dénouement, is titled Daughter of a Dog. You call me cinnamon, red apple, myrrh. I only call you by your name. And then you grasp tighter, you bite harder. You work faster than neurotransmitters, adrenal glands, caudate nucleus. You go deeper than all the waters in the world. You call me sunlighter, voltage, song. I call upon you, prefrontal cortex almighty, deliver me from chemical deception, for my veins are the pathways he travels, and my heart opens its chambers to receive him. And even though I claim to be a departure, I keep coming back as an electric negative night after night after night. Abrupt tempo change, hardcore drumming, mouth-feeding, drinking, spitting, touching, full-volume assault. Horizon cracks a scarlet stare, and we in Hymenian delirium sinking a blade into time. Forever bound to this dark epic dressed as youth, we are candles burning every grain of the past, every claim the future may have on us. Wreaths of breath around our minds, the secret fever blossoms silence on our lips. As I lie in your arms, universe becomes a pseudonym for home. You call me love, but love is a headhunter, harder than catching a bird or building a ladder to the moon. So I only call you by your name, and then you call me daughter of a dog. final piece I chose for today's episode is a story first published in Intrinsic. It's called Helix. When I took the place over, she was gone. She was the old creature that moved about the house and the garden in small steps, taking care of them. She never took care of me she despised me my blossomless heart my art she called it noxious and destroyed it devotedly she would not let me anywhere near her favorites whenever she saw me she would mutter something like a prayer or exorcism she would pull me out of my hiding places and throw me away i kept coming back My roots here went deeper than she imagined. I was wild, nothing like rose, daisy, violet, or lily. She was loving and tender with them, bringing them cool water on hot summer days, covering them in their beds on frosty winter nights, whispering secrets to them. She was proud of them, as if they were her natural offspring, and I had to shrink in the shadows and writhe, green with envy, as I watched their strength and beauty grow. She was found dead in the garden, among her favorites. They did not shed a tear. Only Willow wept, but then Willow was always weeping. My time had come. I strangled innocent little Daisy in her sleep, twisting myself around her, squashing her sunny eyes shut. I coiled and turned and squeezed the false modesty out of violet. I brought down proud Lily and crushed her under my weight. And then I got Rose. I embraced her, whispering tales about the moist earth, rotting leaves, and mold. She tore at me with her sharp nails. I laughed and held her tighter, sucking in the aroma of her last breaths. And then my conquest started creeping, crawling, climbing. I took every inch of the garden, every stone of the house, every crack. I sealed doors and shutters with my art. I saw all that I had made and it was very good. So I invited rats, snakes, and bats to live with me, to feed, breed, and die. And then came the cats to hunt. "'It stinks of shit and death,' said the man. "'Why would you want to live here?' The woman smiled. "'My family lived over there.' She pointed at a house at the end of the street. "'Every day I'd see a woman in this garden "'tending to her flowers, talking to them sometimes.' I'd never seen anyone talk to flowers before. She paused, looking back. He kept quiet, looking at the house. I was a little girl, and I wanted to be this 50-something-year-old woman who talked to flowers. I thought she must be the happiest person in the world. I don't want you to be anyone but yourself, the man said. I will be myself here. It needs a lot of work. The woman took a notebook and a pen out of her bag. On the first page, she wrote, House restoration, jobs to be done. And under that, kill Ivy. So for today's closing poem I've chosen a piece from my first collection, Things My Mother Left Behind, which found its roots through the WordPress community. And because that is where I met Basiliki, I thought it would be the perfect choice. It's called From Waves. I am from the bones of peasants from the depth of emeralds and glasses of whiskey. I am from the throats of storytellers and coal miners buried in the roots of trees. I am from guitar strings that pay homage to hurricanes raging in bellies of lead, from piano keys and jazz riffs winding into the mouths of sleeping villages. I come from the waves, born into battle too small and too soon, from fragments and the failure to fix a marriage broken by deceit. I am from sadness nestled in the arms of sea spray, witness to the sorrows of unrequited identity. I am from a maze of unravelling threads and latch keys hidden in the beds of snapdragons. I am from holidays divided, every other weekend and dinner on Wednesdays. I am from tumbling down sand dunes, swan dives and death drops and somersaults over shards of glass. I am from hours underwater, believing in mermaids and rising from the deep end. I am from white glove tests covered in blood, China dolls shattered by rage and disease. I am from coming unhinged and falling into bottles of booze, from Prozac and Xanax and the art of escape. I am from the love song of a mad woman who eats men like air, from magic ignited in the kitchen of a bone setter's daughter. I am from the fabric of language, the pulse of words woven into what it means to feel alive. I am from climbing out of darkness, a rebellion, a roaring to stand and be heard. I am from true love the second time around, sleuthing and laughter and sharing scars. I am from the discovery of hope, from seeing through blindness and finding a voice. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of A Thousand Shades of Green, celebrating the sublime writing of Basiliki Papa. It has been my privilege to read her beautiful work. You can find out more about Basiliki in the show notes or on my website, floweringink.com. Please don't forget to take a minute to follow, rate, and comment on our podcast. And we will be back with a brand new episode in just one week. A Thousand Shades of Green was created and presented by me, Susan Richardson. All artwork was created by Jane Cornwell. A Thousand Shades of Green is produced by Joe Richardson.